Welcome to episode 10, the season finale of the Crucible podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with us till the end. In this segment, Andile and Liso reflect on a season that was full of learning and growth. Through this podcast, we seek to create a space, a space of refuge for entrepreneurs taking their first few steps into the severe test and trial that is entrepreneurship. The Crucible, a podcast by Andile and Liso. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to the Crucible Podcast. This is our season finale. It's been a long, I don't know how many months um, since we've wrapped up uh, season one. We are in deep conversations about season two, interesting and exciting things that we can put together for you. But we thought before we close the curtain officially on season one, we ought to reflect or to look back on our first dab at at being podcasters and and see how the season went what did we learn about ourselves what did we find out that we enjoy and more importantly what are the take homes that we wish that all of our listeners could um really uh, think about and go back and listen to again as we build and grow on this journey of supporting entrepreneurs in the crucible that is entrepreneurship. I, as always, am not alone. I'm with uh, my dear friend, Andile. Um, Andile, how's it been? Um, it's been an interesting journey. Um, I can say this upfront, that um, the amount of learning that has taken place between when we first, um, when we recorded the first episode um, and the intro episode up until now has been enormous. Um, And the beauty of this journey has been coming across entrepreneurs and just ordinary human beings like you and I that have found comfort in listening to this podcast um, and have somewhat been inspired, and and for me that's that's really been um, the standout. Um, and and yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to what season two has in store for us. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 quite happy. I'm I'm content, um, but very excited at the same time. Now you know what would have been nice is having all these different listeners here with us today. To reflect with us um, to help us refine for the second season but um, i mean we tried our best uh, not much uh, came of it so we we move on we move on and um, we wrap up the season today and shortly begin uh, recording again for for season two I think um, I'll kick us off in terms of thinking about, um, or in terms of sharing rather, what what stood out for me this this year, um, or rather this season. I think the first first thing is is that episode five, uh, having our first guest on the season, um, also speaking about something that's very very important, something that we're trying to build through this platform, something that you can't do anything without. 
which is which is the community so let's perhaps maybe listen to some of the best parts of uh, of season uh, one episode five and then reflect a bit people often say you're born to be an entrepreneur or you know it's in the blood or it runs in the family okay granted my grandmother was actually an entrepreneur if we call but technically she was i mean she was selling alcohol and homemade alcohol and stuff but it was never something that i thought that i could actually jump in and say hey i'm doing this this is now my journey this is who i'm going to become it took way longer for me to actually listen to my family saying you have to do this. So I think that's where my journey comes from. But I have had the privilege of being around friends and groups where they are mainly entrepreneurs. Most of my friends are entrepreneurs or they're freelancers. So what that created was that the foundation came in the sense of normalcy. It created room for me to be like, okay, this is a possibility and this is how you can go about doing it. The Crucible, a podcast by Andy and Liso. Oh, okay. I, I think in listening to that from my side, the one thing that comes across, I'm reminded of an event that I've attended recently um, at, at one of the local institutions. Actually, they were hosting various events. Um, one of it was an entrepreneurship week, and the other was uh, the World of Work or, or Career Day. And the World of Work event was, you know, well attended, filled to the brimmers. Whereas, I mean, the entrepreneurship event was so terribly attended. I mean, the because um, in these days we do hybrids, you know, so we've got a lot of camera crew, sound guys, trying to make sure that the people joining in on Zoom or Teams or whatever the platform that's being used are able to be audible in the room and can hear and interact with what's going on in the room. Um, so we've got that kind of setup. So the reason I'm giving you this is because the media crew was actually bigger than the attendants or attendees. So you actually had more camera guys and sound technicians than you did students uh, there to latch out and, and listen to uh, different professional professionals and industry leaders and uh, professors talk about um, entrepreneurship. So which that comes from again exposure what is normal to you um you know that whole mentality of work hard get a job um, and live a comfortable life uh, rather than you know go out expose yourself create or rather something that came out there co-create with others in your space and um, the value that you build will be um, uh, the value that you build possibly might be less than uh, the value that you you do end up then uh, being able to secure via um, your company so i think that for me is 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 very important go out be in spaces be in communities and that whole thing in 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 you know context exposure is going to allow you to come up with even better solutions, but more than that, it's going to allow you to, um, you know, uh, reimagine what is possible. I think that's what stood out for me in this episode. Amos a very inspiring individual, um, and her story, I think, needs to be told from the rooftops and mountaintops um, because there's so many people who 
oftentimes think about going into entrepreneur I, I, I won't even say entrepreneurship think about creating something think about starting something and they they're afraid because they don't know where they're going to turn to when 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 things turn south um, and I think what we're trying to do with this platform building a community of creators of self-starters of entrepreneurs um, should really be something that is replicated in all communities and in all forums um, to support people who take that leap of faith. Um, and, and if we can't be creators, then let's support those who create. And, and I think that's the message that, that I want to drive home from this episode. No, excellent. I think we move on. We move on um, to the next episode. I think it was six that you wanted to reflect on. Yeah, episode six. Okay, let's find that and hear what episode six was all about. We've picked out a few pieces of literature. We're not doing a literature review, but we'll talk and point to some sources that have really helped us to gallop along and get to where we are in terms of the way that we view the entrepreneurial landscape, the way that we view businesses, social enterprises in particular. And that's what we'll get into. The Crucible, a podcast by Andy Lee and Lisa. Yeah, episode six was um, one for me of principle um, and one that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and, and if you go back and listen to the episode, I, I actually do confess uh, to not being a a very big reader. I mean, I do read, um, but not as much as I would like to, and not as much as I should. But what what I want to stress, and why I call it an episode of principle, is um, thinking back. I think in the episode we also mentioned that um, when we start to engage with literature that's relevant to the spaces that we are in, one and two spaces that we want to be in, we're able to pick up lessons in a week, in a month, that people experienced and learned over a period of years. Um, and I think that's the beauty about engaging with literature. And I think the literature that's coming out now, or the past, I don't know, five or so years, um, is really relevant to the context that we live in now. And and as entrepreneurs, as creators, you don't want, you, you know, there's, there's the whole concept of uh, lean startups, um, failing now, failing fast. You don't want to spend 18, 24 months, five years trying to get something right where you could have picked up um, on some tips and tricks do's and don'ts uh, in pieces of literature. So it's, I think it's important for us to seek out literature that is important and relevant um, for the spaces that we are in now so that we're able to progress faster. But also when we prepare to go into new spaces, let's seek out literature. And literature isn't just a book. Um, go and read research papers as well. Um, and get an, uh, get different context. So the literature uh, generally or the books will generally give you um, a lived experience or something that's real and personal to someone or a group of people. Um, but the academic uh, or research papers will also give you a perspective from a theoretical uh, point of view. And then you're able to join the dots uh, or to connect the dots and you're able to chart 
uh, a path for yourself and you're able to formulate a view and prepare for where you want to be. And I think that's really um, a principle that we should all uh, engrave into ourselves, whether we want to be entrepreneurs, whether we want to start something, whether we want to progress in our careers or we want to uh, pivot our careers and go into a completely new space. Um, literature will always be, I think, um, a solid foundation for you to do that. Liso, your, your, your thoughts? I think from my side, um, the episode was I'm looking at a book, <laughs> the book that we talked about, um, Platform Revolution. Um, but what 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 um, without going more into the literature, what what I took from that or the actions that I took post that episode was being more deliberate about the content that I consumed. Um, I I love Seth Gordon. I talked about this is marketing book on 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 that episode, and I mean we talk about something very important. They talk called statuses and roles and how people relate to each other based on that, and how people make decisions based on that. And what I decided to do after that was subscribe and listen to Seth's um, Akimbo podcast. Um, and I've been listening to it avidly a week. I would listen to two or three episodes and I do quite a lot of catch-ups around that. And that whole status and roles and how... Uh, it affects decision making and investment, infrastructure investments, politics, purchasing power, purchasing decisions rather, has been something that really, really, I think, reading that book and then being opened to or exposed to people such as him and his network have changed my trajectory in terms of how I understand uh, people. I was saying to, to my wife the other day, on, on, on our company, the uh, media and videography company known as Hearty Moments Media, we've been having quite a lot of people dropping us WhatsApps just saying, hey, um, we've seen one of the other highlights from the event that you recorded. Do you have more of those videos? Could you please share them with me? And then every time um, we would be disappointed to thinking, actually, we wanted a customer. We didn't want someone who just wants a video so that they can share it out and and that's that. But on analyzing and listening to Seth a bit more, we found out actually it, 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 it comes from the thing of status and roles. They want to be known in their different spaces uh, as the people who can unearth very cool nice videos uh, on traditional weddings, events, um, initiation school, etc. that aren't out there uh, in their spaces of people who are interested in that kind of thing. So they want to build their authority and, and, and that's the whole status versus rules and, and that's why they would want to get our videos, promote our work for free because they want to be known as the smart guy that actually unearthed this library of amazing content. So I mean that would be my big takeaway from that episode. We we move on. Um, episode seven, I think. Yep, episode seven. Harming the environment does not allow you to be able to continue 
to serve people. Harming the environment does not allow you, more importantly, to be able to continue to be profitable because if you're using too much fossil fuels, it means in the future they will be depleted and there's price volatility and there's you know supply demand things that might come into play. Whereas if you begin to harness the power of solar, harness the power of hydro, harness the power of wind energy, then more and more you are then becoming in a position whereby you are secure in terms of your power supply and demand needs, meaning that your pricing is stable. The Crucible, a podcast by Andy Lee and Lisu. So I think for episodes, episode seven is receiving sort of a, a special shout out. Um, I think given the times that we're living in now uh, globally from an environmental perspective, um, looking at, um, I won't even start talking about the energy crisis in South Africa. But if you go beyond South Africa and you look at the UK, which is, uh, I heard in the news, is on the brink of of rolling blackouts of uh, approximately three hours a day um, during the winter. Um, If you look at, I think it was in LA as well, where they had uh, some sort of, uh, or their version of load shading or blackouts, it's starting to become more and more common um, that their issues in and around uh, energy or the energy crisis. We can then also look at uh, natural resources such as water, the water scarcity in Mexico. Uh, I won't start about South Africa and the African continent, but these problems and challenges are starting to become global. Um, And that episode, although it's at a very high level and we give very high level examples, I think it's important from an awareness point of view in terms of how we produce whatever we produce and how we consume and being conscious and knowledgeable about the products and services that we consume. Um, Where do they come from? How are they produced? Um, what is the effect on the environment? Um, and, and I think the more we start to ask those questions of creators, of other creators, and the more our customers start to ask those questions about us, um, it, it sort of forces everyone to be more conscious about how they produce what they produce, how and why they consume what they consume. And, and I believe, uh, it's a personal belief of mine, but if we're able to ask those questions of each other as producers and consumers, we then um, put ourselves at a better chance um, of reducing our negative effects on, on the environment or, in our, or on our environment. Um, and, and I think the last point that I want to make uh, and to highlight is the amount of focus, and when I say focus, I mean financial muscle or financial support that is being put uh, behind uh, ensuring that um, companies have a positive effect 
or a net zero effect on the environment. If we look at um, some of the ESG metrics data uh, and news that are coming out, companies committing millions and millions of dollars um, to say we want to take a conscious uh, step to reducing our negative effects on the environment. And I think that episode highlights that at a very high level. But from an awareness point of view, I think it's brilliant and it's something that we can all learn from. Yeah, I remember listening to to the news also just a couple of weeks ago. They were saying definitely the next world war, if there's to be such, is going to be waged on on water. And I was reading on the conflict among tropics between Ethiopia and Egypt around I'm not sure it's Ethiopia, Tanzania, or somewhere on the African Horn around there. Um, around the water in the Nile River um, because the, the Nile River actually flows from that side and goes towards uh, past Sudan, towards Egypt. And I was saying if uh, the one country builds a dam and closes off uh, the water supply or reduces it, Egypt is going to possibly go to war with them because they depend on it. You know, the country is in a desert, it's so dry, they depend on it. So really it's it's interesting times in terms of the world of the environmentalists and it's something that we as entrepreneurs need to keep an eye on because it's going to begin to affect legislature going to begin to affect um, perceptions in society and ultimately affect how we do business and what we regard as as normal perhaps being the next covid in that space we then move on to the next episode which i think will be the last one that we reflect on and i think it's the foundation of this platform in terms of how we started it understanding social enterprises understanding what makes them tick um, ultimately understanding any type of business and what makes it tick what kind of recipe for success is it employing we we speak to episode three which uh, speaks to business models um, for social enterprises and let's maybe listen to a bit of a sound bite from it it's important to be having a certain product or service that you are trading for you to be a social entrepreneur so even if you give people a certain social service or a certain feeling that's not necessarily something that you're trading in it then gives them the opportunity to come back into your core business and add value through purchasing or becoming a customer whereas if you don't have that element and you're just a charity it therefore means that the more referrals you get the more expenses you get because it's someone else that needs to be serviced uh, without necessarily a, a clear revenue model so it's important for you not to only know the social issue that you want to solve but to be very clear about the value that you're creating and how you're going to be capturing that value and that is the essence of business models the crucible a podcast by andile and Lisa. that is indeed the essence of business models <laughs> listening back to this I, I sound so passionate i'm actually hearing myself banging on the desk the whole time um to say you need to have a revenue model you need to make money you can't just say you care about people how are you going to feed these people how are you going to employ those people that 
um, or how will you make sure that their businesses grow if you don't have the resources to do that today and continue doing it tomorrow and I think that's the whole art of businesses I mean listen management we study psychology we study product development we study but the whole art is you have the product you have the people you have a brand of sort people know uh, what it is that you sell and um, what you're all about but now how do we put them together in a unique way that makes your company organization different and how do we ensure in that differentiating and that recipe whereby you put together these uh, different ingredients in a unique way that you're still able to make money whilst having a social value that you're driving whether that's through your distribution channels through your supply channels or rather through your employment channels whatever the case may be that is the essence of what a social enterprise is in terms of business model and and that's what actually in general makes businesses difficult because we know what are the ingredients of a good business we know that but how and in what quantities must all these different ingredients be put into the pot to cook this amazing business uh, in terms of your recipe one teaspoon uh, or of one tablespoon what 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 must be uh, the quantities and I think that is by far one of the most difficult things to do and when you get that right you get everything right in your business buddy for me this was yeah this that I really enjoyed this episode um I really enjoyed the content um and I still enjoy that type of content I think um we are in an age and and I think it's something that we've said throughout the season we are in an age and a time where we cannot rely on someone else to make things better um maybe it is someone else's responsibility but we can't rely on that this is the age and the time for us to make things better for ourselves and our communities and and i think that that's that's really where we where that that drive comes from to say let's build something that will uplift and enable myself my community my family my friends my colleagues my neighbor etc um and 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 building something that speaks to people um really needs to be thought out um and there are certain principles um that can drive and assist that thought process and and that is what this episode is about highlighting a few of those principles from a business model perspective um and sharing a few ideas to say let's build something that speaks to people that helps people that enables people um and and these are some of the of the tools or some of the recipes that we can use to build that thing and and i think it's it's really a powerful powerful topic i said at the very beginning that amo's story 
um, in episode five needs to be told from rooftops and mountaintops. And I think the art of building social enterprises, sustainable and scalable social enterprises, also needs to be told um, or shared from the rooftops and mountaintops so that everyone can hear and everyone can run with it. We don't want a situation where people say, I didn't know or I don't know. Let's share that information. Um, and I think that that's really what that episode is about. Beautiful, beautiful episode um, packed with so many gems and nuggets um, that that we can all make use of and benefit from. Um, yeah, be- beautiful episode. I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Speaking about sharing, we indeed will continue to share lots and lots of content with you. Do connect with us on our Instagram platform. Uh, on Instagram, we are, good God, The Crucible Pod. The Crucible Pod. Um, also on Twitter, you'll find us, The Crucible Pod. And we'll be continuing to share more of these sound bites from episodes 7 to 9. But more than anything else, be on the lookout for season 2. We'll be looking to make it a bit more interesting, a bit more interactive. If you are interested in joining in on an episode, do get onto that Instagram uh, on the Crucible Pod. Drop us a DM and we could be chatting with you in terms of um, your specific area of expertise or your specific area of interest in the space that is the Crucible of Entrepreneurship. But until next time, we'd just like to thank you for your ear and look forward to meeting you again in the second season of the Crucible podcast. Until next time, thanks and goodbye. Goodbye.